0: Coming, Coming to, to you live, live from Alola's, Alola's Battle, Battle Royale Dome, it's, it's the one, one the, the only, only Puckle, Puckle Battle Battlecast. Cast.
1: Hello and welcome to episode eighteen of Battlecast. I am your host Seth Vilo here with some awesome people that are here to join me talking about all things battle. Starting off, we've got the wonderful Mister Winner of Trivia, R Sigma. Howdy! Did you ever get a, get that phone case, or are you still waiting on that?
2: Uh, I mean, it only happened a couple days ago, so I haven't pressed get it yet. Get
1: on it, man! I'd already have the tapestry shipped. <laughs> <laughs> And joining us for the first time on Battlecast, we have Old Man Tup. Say hello. What's hatching? Close enough, I'll accept that as an answer. So, this is your first time on Battlecast. You've been interviewed on the main main show before. Tell us a little bit about yourself for those who might have missed that particular show or that part of it.
3: Well, as I said, my name is Old Man Tup. I am most commonly known as a draft format league battler. Uh, coach of the Pittsburgh Piratuses, I was fortunate enough to be one of the Summer League gym leaders. Flying type is the best. Ugh. Ugh. For Yuck. Puckle. So, yeah. A little bit about of, of my background, so, yeah. Glad to be here.
1: You have to answer this question truthfully. Okay. Did you use Halucha on your gym team? No. Okay. You gained 50 respect points.
2: <laughs> Did you use Celestila or Skarmory?
1: no minus 10 respect points (laughs) we all have our biases and you sir have passed one but failed the other (laughs) that's okay though Um, so like I said we're here to discuss all things battle and this month what we're focusing on is the timely subject of the 2019 VGC Worlds Uh, as most of you know the world championship just wrapped up on August 16th? No, 18th. I (laughs) I can't do math. Uh, Yes, August 18th, the Sunday. And we're just going to kind of go over a lot of the VGC and everything that happened in there, all the spicy texts that people were bringing, as well as some of the bog-standard things that might or might not be named Incineroar. And also just the regular tier update that we do every Battlecast that you guys know and love. And so... Without further ado, we're going to pause and be right back with Tear Time. It's Tier Time. Hello and welcome back. We're here in Tier Time to discuss the general things that are going on in the Smogon tiers for singles formats. And we're starting right from the top. Like always, here's your update on Ubers, everybody. That was great. That's the update on Ubers. Uh, I need to put in cricket noises in post, because as usual, nothing happens in Ubers. It's it's a stable it's a stable part of the ladder. That's what it is. It's a ban list, so nothing's really gonna happen. What was it that you said, Sigma? Before we got re- got to recording,
2: <laughs> is
1: there something as bad as
2: Mega Rayquaza, or did they release a new Mythical? And that's yeah, <laughs> that's about the only time Ubers becomes relevant. Good old yeah. Shadow. That that thing did a
1: number to that format. Oh yeah, it really wrecked it when you when it finally landed. And um, uh, the only thing that we can kind of see that's going on is they're collectively trying to make Mega Blaziken work. So if you if that's your favorite form of fried chicken, um, hop in the Uber's ladder because they're real try they're really trying. It's it's cool. You know, Magician's Red is great to sometimes run as a fun meme. But yeah. I forget, is Baton Pass allowed up there? I think it is. I feel like it probably should be, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, I'm not positive either. I know that's one big reason for a long time why they would not let Baby Blaziken back in OU, but who knows, maybe that's something that'll change come Sword and Shield if we get it back.
2: (laughs) I've always been surprised they never retested it once they banned Baton Pass just because... It took a while to get rid of Baton Pass. There were so it many did. weird clauses that they tried to add to it to try
1: to make it fair, oh, yeah. but at the same time, it
2: never really worked.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. But anyway, we're just going to keep moving right along down. So, Tup, tell me what's happening in OU.
3: Okay, in OU, again, not many updates. All we really saw was a uh, shift in the usage. Mega is getting a lot of popularity, which, I mean, I'm not surprised. That thing is fantastic. It is a top-tier mega in any of the draft leagues I've been in, so seeing it succeed in OU is no big surprise whatsoever. I mean, its coverage is fantastic. so
1: Yeah, it's been huge. It saw a huge amount in tournament play, because I know that Smogon OU's been doing like one form of a tournament after another for the longest time now, and it's just been huge there. So it's, when you're bulky, it's a good thing.
3: Indeed. Say another shift in usage we saw, which is fairly surprising. Uh, Ferrothorn hit number two in the usage chart over top of McGirna. So, wow. one of the boys from last generation is slowly crawling his way up the usage chart. And I mean, again, no surprise, Ferrothorn's just fantastic, and
2: it walls everything else at the top. That's yeah. it really does. <laughs> if it's it walls anything that's not Heatran.
1: Yeah, it really does, and I think part of Ferrothorn is also just in tournament use. Uh, I think there was a huge spike in rain, and Ferrothorn is both good on rain and good against rain. So I think that finally was let it what let it kind of sneak ahead of Magearna. and it just walls Magirna too, like Sigma said. <laughs> it walls Magirna,
2: it walls Ash Greninja. Uh, it mm. does a relatively good job at walling Landorus as well. So
3: yeah. And I feel like spikes are coming back as well. Hazard stack is always a good option. Mm -hmm. But possibly looking forward into the future with next tier updates, we might see Reuniclus in OU. It actually, yeah, little little flubber is moving its way up. It had more (laughs) usage than Celestela. That's stupid. Yeah, that's insane.
2: (laughs) Things not dropping down to UU, Celestela
3: don't yeah worry.
1: <laughs> yeah i, th- I think reuniclus right right now is r-u-b-l so it's gonna pull a gastrodon and like skip an entire tier i think reuniclus is 24th in usage because i okay. think it- maybe it's 25th because i think Celestilo was 26 or 7 it was just under garchomp Mm. And with how popular Garchomp is, with my, my boy Reuniclus being right behind him.
2: Well, it's not like it really has a space in UU with all the dark types there are down there. With Mega Houndoom, Crocodile's really popular down there. Uh, it has issues with uh, Scizor, the most popular Pokemon in that format. So Yeah, and yeah. High Dragon too. Yeah, Real bad
1: problem with High Dragon.
2: So it, it makes sense that it would just kind of skip through UU. UU is not a friendly place for Reuniclus. No, <laughs> not even. A little.
1: Yeah,
3: and uh, last, we saw the return to Skarmory. And again, another yeah. possibility for uh, Spike's hazard stack. Just, and I think that's
1: the biggest driving factor, is it finally got a set thing. It, I think it finally got an analysis, because for a long time, in the viability thread and stuff like that, they were just kind of dismissing Skarmory. And when it finally got like, oh, here's a set, I guess, if you want to use it. All of a sudden, now it's huge. It's on the top. I think it's in the top 20. Hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised to get overshadowed with how popular Celestia had been since it come out. And you just look over at Skarmory and you're like, yeah, you're pretty cool, but you're no Celestela. Mm-hmm. And now that Celestia is losing steam, it's just letting Skarmory... Fly back up top with the birds and
1: I'm surprised shine. it took them this long to realize Roost is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, Corviknight's coming, so you know, maybe. Yeah. I'm excited for Corviknight okay. for the exact reason that Skarmory's cool. Galarian Skarmory. Uh, Gallar yeah. Galarmory. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean that's pretty much OU. there's no tearing no word on any kind of tiering updates, like any suspect tests happening in the next couple of months, so we're we're just kind of on standby until Sword and Shield, unless they sneak in a Mega Sableye and just ban it in the last week. We can only hope, so. Magirna.
2: We can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sigma, what's happening in UU? Uh, so, in UU, a lot happened and nothing happened at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, they finally decided to retest the uh, Good Weather types, which... I think we're banned back in Gen 5 when weather was really broken, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But anyways, they remain banned, so that doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> yep. No drizzle or drought for you, kiddos.
2: Uh, a lot of people are liking for Alligator, apparently. So, good on for Alligator. Yeah. Got Liquidation back in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon when that released as a Move Tutor move.
1: So, it's nice. Which is fantastic with Sheer Force.
2: <laughs> it got that whole extra five attack points added on to that because <laughs> the effect doesn't matter uh and uh tentacruel is also rising in usage because roll compression i guess you want your spiker and your hazard
1: removal on the same pokemon Spears up Pretty more much. spots i've been watching Starmie drop while tentacruel rises and i think it's just a special kind of wall mm-hmm. uh, when things like Dragon are running around That's true i too. guess it's good um tentacruel's cool if you're going to be in that kanto versus the world tournament don't Rule out my boy Tentacruel. Mm -hmm. It's the Gen 1 Toxapex, except not really. Not quite. (laughs) Not quite. Yeah, not at all. (laughs) It has the same typing and the same general theme, but that's pretty much it. It's such a cool typing. It has such a good resistance palette. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. I love it. But anyway, I'll take on RU, and um, we've been accounting the saga of the RU retests for the past few months those finally came to a conclusion last battle casts and i think that ended with Absol remaining banned mega Absol, i should say um so no changes there they haven't announced any new suspect tests or anything like that that's going to be a theme going on here the only real suspect test was the UU with drizzle and drought um no other no other tests have been announced as of right now um other than that Salazzle and Verizion in the viability rankings in RU rose up to S rank because Salazzle is a monstrous wall breaker with nasty plot, and Verizion is awesome. It gives me great cell phone coverage. <laughs> so, yeah. The other thing is there's been a spike in Hariyama use. It used to yes. be completely unranked. Yeah. And it rose up in their ranking system from completely unranked to B. Which is huge. That's almost like a Reuniclus level jump, <laughs> and they, it's just being described as a quote unquote better Machamp because of, in addition to being able to do assault vest like Machamp can, it's also got thick fat, so it adds a couple extra resistances that are really valuable in RU, especially with like Salazzle running around. Uh, you can block a lot of the fire attacks that it might throw at you, and. Smack it around, its defense isn't good.
2: I was gonna say you don't care you have an assault vest. you're taking whatever Lazel's trying to give,
1: yeah, cool. but yeah, that's pretty much are you, so hopping on, and you what and you, what do you think of that Sigma? What's going on there? Uh, nothing's happened since
2: I got rid of Vilebloom and it's nasty, nasty strength sapping <laughs> 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 and because Vilebloom is gone, that leads Heliolisk getting to do a little more work. Vault switches doing a little more also. Less of a special wall, I suppose. That's what Violet was doing, I guess. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah. God, I love HelioLisk. Uh, it's
1: such a cool thing. I just wish you didn't have to step on it to catch it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, HelioLisk is such a cool typing with a move pool. It has too. Yeah, like if it didn't have Hyper Voice, it would be relatively mediocre. But yeah, its move pool is also really cool with Surf and
1: uh, Dark Dark Balls randomly. <laughs> Yeah, that's so weird. It's, it goes so good in rain too, mm-hmm. re- weirdly. <laughs> and also, with vileplume
2: gone, that means that there's a n- new grass pokemon in town, and that is septile. And because of this, golbat gets to see play because it's the only notable thing that quad resists grass. Yeah. Septile's a monster when it gets the chance. You know, when vileplume's not there to switch in on it and take any hit that it wants to give.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Golbat, of all things, because Septile might be able to even go physical and smack it with something like Rock Slide or something <laughs> if it wanted. Good old Rock Slide. Really take it off guard, that'd be cool. I mean, it's still it's, a Golbat, it's taking the hit. It is, yeah, yeah you're right.
2: They are deceptively bulky.
1: not. It's, yeah. It's like, it yeah, might look like
2: there's zero tissue in there, but oh boy, it's going to take those hits real
1: well. <laughs> I think that's one of Thatch's favorite things to draft, is Golbat, because it's just shockingly bulky with Eviolite. It really is. It takes things it should not take, and it's still got like 95 speed, I think? Yeah. It's fast. It's real fast. Compared to other things in that tier level, mm-hmm. other than Sceptile and Heliolisk. Not the best example, but it's fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh and we'll wrap it up with the PU tier. Again, there's this theme here that not much is going on. Not much is going on in PU. <laughs> the last thing that happened was that Guzzlord was banned. I think we covered that last month. Uh, they had the votes in and everything by the time we recorded. So Guzzlord's out. Um, that's pretty much the only big change. The other thing is that Mega Obama Snow had dropped. We covered that last time, I remember. It's the only Mega in PU. And with Mega Obama Snow and auroras being down there it really leads to a big prevalence of hail and ice types that can take advantage of it I know that um, oh gosh what's the thing that's so forgettable the snowflake cryogonal that's apparently a huge threat down there uh, which leads to the rise of things like girder which are on the border of becoming s rank because they can they don't resist ice but they can walk in and make the ice type which they weren't um, and it does a good job at making them not. I'd imagine between... it runs
2: Iron Fist with a Drain Punch and just heals up anything that they do to it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. I think it gets Mock Punch too. Does Girder get Mock Punch? Uh, yes. Yeah, it should. Awesome. Yeah. And I th- I feel like a Lowland Sand Slash is down there in the PU tier with all the hail, so it can take advantage of that even with Slush Rush active. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that are rising are Primate for a lot of the reasons that Girder is because a good strong fighting type is good when there's a lot of ice types electros is kind of having a little bit of fun because it's just got monstrous coverage to hit all sorts of things down there between fire with flamethrower to hit the abomasnow and it a drain punch of its own to hit auroras and things like that and volt switching when you need to get out it's pretty good Uh, victory bell remains impossible to wall down there if you get a sword stance up or in sun give it a growth something like that if you somehow set sun um and the last thing is that there's a lot of whispers of duosian becoming really good in pu because previously mesprit was down there now that's gone that's been banned up and guzzlord was down there which really stopped duosian now that's gone Hale is down there causing havoc, and Duosian d- doesn't doesn't care about Hale because of Magic Guard, and Hale's counters the fighting types. Duosian eats them for breakfast, so it's looking really good for my Jelly Boy, my my baby Jelly Baby, my <laughs> little one, my Jelly Bean. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna name my Reuniclus Jelly Bean. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm off to nickname my Reuniclus. <laughs> And that's pretty much the updates to tiers. Um, any other final thoughts on tiering, guys? What do you want to see in a final months of the uh, Sun and Moon meta? Uh, please finally test McGirna. Right? right? <laughs> just get rid of that, and maybe Ash too.
2: Yeah. I would be okay with both of those. <laughs> <laughs> like That should have happened months ago, maybe years ago. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Uh, I would just like, as a nod to the community, they just like... The last two weeks before we switch over to Sword and Shield, they just were like, Hey, you know what? Because you guys have been so good to us, we're just going to ban Lander Assyrian for the last two weeks. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious.
1: Uh, There was a a meme that I saw the other day. I don't know if you guys are up on meme culture, but there's one where it's got Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story saying, Years of Academy training wasted. And I saw one that had captioned when Lando T is banned and people have to make teams again (laughs) 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 with that picture underneath it. Yes. Uh, It was gold. But anyway, that wraps up the tiers. So we'll be right back at you at you with a recap of the VGC meta and how the world championship went. So we'll be right back. All aboard. It's time for the topic. And welcome back to the topic of the show, the reason you clicked on it in the first place. We are wrapping up the 2019 VGC season, and we're going to recap the World's Championship that just happened a couple of weeks ago on the 18th. I got it right this time. And just talking about the top teams, especially the final two, as well as any interesting, crazy, spicy things that we might have seen along the way. So let's just dive in to our new VGC World Championship I'm going to mispronounce his name but Nato no, I think Nato sure. Mizabuchi. I forget if they pronounce CH's as CH's or as K's uh, I think it's CH's <laughs> Thanks How for we just Buzzy. call him the Miz <laughs> my girlfriend would hit me right now because she would know um so he is our new world champion. He faced off against, here we go again, Hirofumi Kimura. That was a lot easier to say. He was the second runner-up. Both of them are from Japan. I believe they were at a Japan championship earlier in the year. They didn't face off against each other, but they were both there. And I think the commentators said Hirofumi did not change his team from, or much from that champ uh competition to this one.
2: I believe I heard them say the same thing. Yeah.
1: So, he knows what he's doing. He's a good pilot of his of his 6. Um so let's start with Hirofumi, number 2, the guy who came in second because he's got some spice that I want to go over that's really interesting that we didn't see a lot of over the over the weekend. So, I'll take the first two and we'll go from there. So, he's got a, just starting off from the top, this is all on the uh, Pokemon.com website. You can take a look at yourself as well if you're more of a visual learner. But he led with Dusk Duskmane Necrozma with moves Protect Earth Power Trick Room Photon Geyser. It's a modest one, and it's got Ultra Necrosium Z to go Ultra, Burst, and Nuke something with Photon Geyser and Earth Power, and also just Speed Control. Additionally, the, his other form of Speed Control was Tapu Lele with psychic magic room moon blast and dazzling gleam modest nature and choice scarf with that psychic surge ability good. and lele plus <laughs> necrozma is gross it is also magic
2: room good job
1: <laughs> yeah what a baller that's I, awesome I've, that's the one that swaps defensive stats right uh i i think that's the one that kills items <laughs> <laughs> well now you got me curious it's
2: one that you don't see often. I believe it's the one that kills items.
1: Ah, uh, you're right. Yes. Magic Room suppresses the effects of all held items. So, yeah. That's a cool thing to do if you need a last minute item lock. Item lock is here in the VGC, too, folks. It's great. It's not just Behem.
3: It's an interesting option on a choice user because it unlocks him from being. Yep. I didn't. Using think the same of that. move.
2: That's the one Pokemon it really does help for his team because you know yeah using citrus berry on a later member
1: <gasps> I It i didn't even yeah, think
2: of it that. doesn't affect anything else because i don't think it affects z moves mega stones or orbs so
1: no it shouldn't that's brilliant i need to use that no you oh my <laughs> god <gosh. laughs> um anyway top go ahead and take the next two on the list
3: okay we have kangaskhan with the moves Roar, Bite, Return, and Fake Out, Jolly Nature, the Kangaskhanite, and Scrappy, so you can hit those pesky ghost types.
2: Cough, Lunala, uh, cough. That, that, yeah, yeah, that it, yeah, cough, Shedinja, cough. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I lied, never it mind. Does, it does not hit that, but it does hit the Mimikus
3: that are...
1: Yes. You can fake out Mimikyu
2: and destroy the disguise.
3: Yep. Yep, and also we have Salamence... With Protect, Tailwind, Double Edge, and Hyper Voice, a Jolly Nature, held item the Salamenceite. so these two were his mega options, with the ability Intimidate. Uh, Fairly standard stock sets with these two. A little surprised, maybe not to see a Defense Down, like a Hasty Nature as opposed to Jolly.
2: That one's a weird one. Uh, Bite. Because you gotta hit those Lunala. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm i actually just more surprised Kangaskhan doesn't get Crunch. Yeah. In past years it ran uh, Sucker Punch, but Lunalas have such supportive moves that you kinda are stuck into that
3: Bite move. Another benefit with Bite and Parental Bond is you get two chances to flinch.
1: Ooh. <sighs> yeah, as well as being able to bop the Mimikyu through Disguise. Yes. It's oh. not super effective, but <laughs> it's something you know flinching hopefully mm-hmm.
2: what is the flinch Yuck. chance on by 20 percent, i believe
1: so okay so it's higher than the like random 10 that they throw on things yeah mm. all right so that's those two sigma go ahead and take it go ahead and take us
2: home all right so next he has groudon protect dragon claw fire punch precipice Ooh. blades on an adamant one uh dragon claw is an interesting one i guess you have to hit Rayquaza somehow because otherwise Salamence and Salamence because otherwise you you aren't hitting them (laughs) no (laughs) Uh, so yeah there's that and then the last member of this team is Umbreon it yeah yeah this is the Pokemon that excited me when I saw the team and I was rooting for him in the finals because Umbreon in this format of all things (laughs) so it has the inner focus ability and a relaxed nature Foul play, helping hand, moonlight, and snarl. Very sportive. Also, foul play, really good nice against Groudons, Rayquazas, anything with those big attacks. Uh ultra don't like it. Yeah. Oh, and it's so holding that... a
1: citrus berry. I don't think I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much the that's the second place winners team. So we're just gonna jump into first place winners team and then kind of go over how it went. So I'll cover the top two again. We're starting off with one of the most devastating things in this format, Lunala, with Moongeist Beam, Wide Guard, Trick Room, and Protect. It's only got the Moongeist Beam as an offensive movement. That's all it really needs, because Ghost is bonkers. Modest Nature, Culberberry to reduce those quad effective dark moves, and Shadow Shield to just because that's its only ability. (laughs) It also helps it defensively. We've also got Groudon. It's very similar to the one below. Precipice Blades, Fire Punch, Dragon Claw Protect with Adamant Nature. I think it's exactly the same as far as we can tell. As you might have noticed, we haven't been listing things like EVs and IVs. That's because those are kept very private in, in the VGC world. Those are not publicized at the end of tournaments. So in case you were wondering... Uh, Tup, go ahead and take the next two again.
3: Okay, and we are going to see a Pokemon we didn't see on the last team, which was a huge surprise, and that is Incineroar, the Lord of VGC. Right? With moves Fake Out, Flare Blitz, Darkest Lariat, and U-Turn, Careful Nature, Assault Vest with the ability Intimidate. And we are going to see a return of Salamence, and this is ultimately a carbon copy of the Salamence on the last team, except it has Hasty Nature as opposed to Jolly.
1: Yep, just like you were saying earlier, how it's weird that he ran Jolly with a mixed attacking stat. It, he's got Hasty here to make Hyper Voice hurt all the more. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, Carbon Copy is Carbon Copy. Take us home, Sigma. Alright, next up we have Tapu
2: Feeny with Moonblast. Scald, Nature's Madness and Protect. Modest Nature. Interesting thing about this Fini is the Ferium Z that it held for that Moonblast damage. That was one of the key things in the finals that where it was able to rip apart
1: that poor little Umbreon. Yeah, otherwise Umbreon really did a number to this guy's team. It's like he saw the future and knew that Tapu Fini could Oko the Umbreon with with Twinkle Tackle and just knew to bring that because it's good against other things, but it just really was good against that Umbreon. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's...
2: Farium Z is just a nice attack to have in this format yeah. with mega rakequases everywhere because mega is not killing your feeny unless it get a sword stance up. But mm-hmm. and even then it's probably a roll. I'm sure it was defensive enough to take one and mm-hmm. then just KO on the return. And then the oh, let's go on to the final member, which is Staka Taka 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 Taka. Uh, uh stacks semi standard taka it has Gyro yeah. Ball. That you expect that from a Trick Room Protect, and then Stone Edge with a Rocky Z. Yeah, that confused me. Right? I it's I thought it was gonna be Rock Slide, that, but it's BGC. Power. Usually it is. <laughs> but I ge- yeah. guess you really want that extra power. Uh, maybe a also we're Lonely Nature. Which I believe means that we're going to be boosting attack when we get that beast boost.
1: He, yeah, he likely has the IVs set in a way that lets him do that. That that's why
2: you run Lonely Nature. It's exactly. really weird, really hard to get a hold of. But this is Sweeper Stack Attack,
1: which is real weird.
2: <laughs> I,
1: I, yeah. So those are the
2: oh. Go ahead. I was gonna say there's Xerneas around. It, Xerneas is
1: not a fan of getting Stack Attack, in, so no. But yeah, so those are the top two teams, and we watched the match between the two of them. I think you saw it live, didn't you, Top, or or soon afterwards? Yes. Yeah, I managed to see it uh, later on, but oh my gosh. Had I been seeing that live, I would have been stressed out for them. Because <laughs> uh, the back and forth, especially in that first match, the back and forth between these two controlling the field was incredible. And <laughs> it was so funny to see hirafumi react on camera while naoto i don't think his face changed during all all two of the matches he he knew what was going on knew what he was doing and didn't feel the need to express himself but it was great to see hirafumi kind of react to plays that he got right plays that he got wrong the crowd reaction to his umbreon being sent out which was hilarious he had the uh stuffed animal the plush right next to him too of the Umbreon as well yeah it was a really good match I was surprised to see Incineroar not show up in the finals Yeah, Uh, just because it's so good Uh, Lunala was a monster and just tore apart the opponent's team as was Feeny oddly Um, Lele made some clutch plays on Hierophamy's side Necrozma made an appearance in the second match but it was outplayed even though Necrozma Ultra Necrozma is absolutely bonkers the Groudon v Groudon mirror is really hard. Yes, it is. But uh, it's just down to speed ties at that point. Mm-hmm. But outside of the top two, what were some other cool things that you guys saw throughout the weekend? I know I've got a couple, but go ahead and name off a few.
2: Uh, so in third place there was James Beck, Beck, and uh, he's been using a very similar team this entire season, including like Sun and Moon series, to the point where it doesn't even have a Mega on it. <laughs> 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 He he did at least upgrade his Kyogre to a blue orb, though. So, good on him.
1: <laughs> Focus, <I mean>, Mungus. <laughs> you find something that works, and you keep it going. And he made third place, so I guess it works. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're
2: using the same team the entire time, you know it. Mm-hmm. Like, the back of your hand. It-
1: yeah. I know you had one really interesting thing that you saw a lot of, Tup. So, tell us a little bit about that.
3: Uh, watching most of the weekend, got to see... Quite a few Shedinja make it into play, which was really interesting to see uh, something get plugged in that could be brought against some of the teams that we have. I mean, especially since a lot of the popular things kind of body Shedinja. I mean, yeah. it didn't obviously make it to the later rounds, but being able to see it was nice. Uh, the Toga Togedomaru that I think made it to the Senior Division Championship was real fun to watch, get some play.
1: I think the Pokemon Company even tweeted about that one mm-hmm. when it came out, and they were going crazy for that. They, they were saying stuff like, This is this year's Pachirisu. Yeah. I mean, it is that the Pizza Clone. It is. It is. I mean, keep it going. Let's see what. Uh, oh, gosh. More Peko. <laughs> let's see what that brings to the table <laughs> next no. year. Well, that attack uh, isn't going to be bringing much, but, you know, no. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully it's got something else. <laughs> I hope it's cool. Uh, I was surprised at the overall lack quote unquote of mega rayquaza. There were only I'm I'm looking at the top eight now, there were only two. And in the uh in the Smogon practice ladder, which I like to reference every now and then just to kind of get an idea on what's being practiced with, it's number two in usage, right under Incineroar by like half, because Incineroar is bonkers. Oh. But yeah, Mega Ray is a monster. I'm surprised it wasn't used more, even when the Pokemon company accidentally banned it for like a week until they upgraded their rules. <laughs> well, I mean yeah. a lot of these teams look like
2: they came prepared for it.
1: Yeah. Like you look that's at some, true.
2: like you've got these dragon claws on these Broudons. That definitely has a purpose. We have some Nihiligos with uh hidden power water, I believe. And there's huh. Kyogre on the team. So a lot of the times, those will pick up the knockouts on there, just out of nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that was a popular thing in 2016, where except they used uh, Mega Gengar instead of Nihiligo. Oh, uh,
1: but I guess yeah. Nih- and rock moves won't work on Rayquaza because of uh, whatever its ability's name is.
2: I, I mean, they'll do neutral damage, but
1: yeah, they aren't the greatest. So no. that's a, that's cool. I didn't think I didn't see that. I didn't, didn't pick up on that the fact that that was water. I saw hidden power and assumed it was something else. Yeah, no, those are That's hidden cool. power waters for the Groudon's because we don't oh. like Groudon's. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Groudon's, Rayquaza's, Zernias's, Xerneas's seems seem like they
1: were hated out a little bit too of the top. Hmm. I feel like with all the stack attacka that happened last time mm-hmm. uh, before this one, we covered one other VGC thing back in I think April. Yeah. And stack attacka was everywhere. So I can kind of understand the fear to bring Xerneas. Well, I mean, nowadays we have the Primals and Mega Rayquaza
2: around too, so they take the heat off of Xerneas a little bit, Mm -hmm. compared to what it was. Like, we still had two Xerneas in the top eight, so.
1: Very true. And Groudon, as it does in the Ubers tier just in general, completely counters Xerneas unless it pulls something weird. Yeah. So, that's an effect as well. Because even then there were only, what, three Groudon it looks like? So... In the top, yep, yeah. three Groudon
2: in the top eight. <laughs> there were two Yveltal. Good for Yveltal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Thatch was saying, where that can really be a good counter to, uh, what's its name, Ultra Necrozma. Mm-hmm. I know Thatch was all about that really early on, and he was kind of right, because there was only one, one? one Ultra or two. Uh, I don't one, know if was the holding the of Ultra Necrozma. I know
2: there were some yeah. like, just outside as well which I believe we're going to be talking about in a second
1: <laughs> as a matter of fact yes <laughs> but yeah it looks like um uh, second place uh guy was was an ultra mm-hmm. so that one made it but yeah so that's kind of that's the final bit of the actual 2019 season so what we've got to look forward to now that the 2019 season is done. The world's competition has been wrapped up and they've crowned a new VGC champion. Up until January 4th, you can look forward to more of the same. <laughs> Hooray! Yay! Because they've come out with uh, how they're doing the next year of gaining CP. And up until January 4th, uh, it will still be on the Ultra Series format. So you'll still be on the 3DS doing battles on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and the transition to Sword and Shield will be made on January 4th of 2020. So, you'll have a little bit of time to get whatever Pokemon are available, and play around with them, start raising them if breeding comes back, which it will, and get things ready for that. You have a little bit of time, which I'm kind of
2: glad for it's a lot more fair than the 2017 season was where they started like two weeks after the game came out Mm -hmm. that was that was rough (laughs) yeah you have a little bit of time watching those early teams with their beast ball porygon twos
1: those were the days (laughs) Uh, yikes but yeah that's uh that's how the next season is going to go so let me ask you guys Before we get to the team of the episode, which will be later, I want to hear, like, with what we know about Sword and Shield right now, and with what we kind of see in the future, how do we think the VGC meta will change? We know that doubles are coming back, and it's pretty much safe to assume that that's going to be what the VGC format is. I believe
2: they did say that during the uh, announcement.
1: Okay, yeah. So that's no change. So what do we see as being a big thing? We're losing Mega, we're losing Primal, we're losing Z-Moves, all for the new Dynamax mechanic. I know that's going to be a big factor. So what do you guys think?
2: Uh, So there are a lot of proven Pokemon already shown. So uh, Arcanine is a scary Pokemon with Intimidate. And barring how good Corviknight is,
1: (laughs) (laughs) he has has a lot resting on his shoulders. Uh, I suspect it'll still be a really good Pokemon. I mean, even if Corviknight is the thing, Arcanine can be run. Specially. Does have fire moves? <laughs> yeah, it can be run specially. It has fire moves. I mean, it's as if it's as if fire cats are good. Yes, uh, I mean Gyarados is good too, and that's been confirmed. So, ah, uh, yeah, that's
2: true. It has intimidate. It has its attacks. It could probably make use of Dynamax really well too. Probably. Uh, and the other Pokemon, I. would probably be on the watch for is snorlax because snorlax is never easy to take down though at least we have conkeldurr this time
1: that is true
2: and much amp but you know
1: conkeldurr is generally better <laughs> mhm that priority is the stab priority specifically is really good mhm how about you tup what are you seeing that looks promising
3: i mean i'm just interested to see how things are going to shake out with neutralizing gas
1: mhm yeah.
3: Because oh hey, everyone has all these abilities that are fantastic for the format that do all these awesome things. Oh well I have Galarian Weezing, and now none of that matters anymore. It makes me wonder if I should have invested a little bit more time into Pokemon Let's Go and learned to battle without abilities. And that's <laughs> that's all that's been running through my head ever since oh, we have an ability that cancels abilities. Awesome. Let's go back to Pogo. <laughs> Woo! So, that's, I'm just interested to see, and it makes me wonder if, I mean, I know we don't have the full decks yet, but will this Galarian Weezing, because of that, be a pre the new premier fairy?
2: Maybe. Yeah. Mimikyu's there, too. So
3: Right, but uh, without disguise, how good is Mimikyu gonna be?
2: Uh, it'll be interesting to see.
3: <laughs> yeah. It just, it makes me rethink how good all of these Pokemon are going to be if we're going to have a Pokemon that says, hey, you're pretty cool, but that ability is nothing now. Mm -hmm.
2: Like, I mean, Pokemon like uh, Gyarados and Arcanine could still be scary. Oh, right. Just because they're good on their own without Intimidate.
1: Intimidate just
2: pushes them way over the top.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm also kind of curious, obviously with all the new Pokemon that come out, they've Taken, they've seemed to like doing signature things, like disguise with mimic you, like RKS system, like dazzling, like queenly majesty. They seem to like doing things like that. So I'm curious what kind of new signature things might come out that might also not be stoppable. Because I know things like RKS system weren't uh, mm. interruptible, uh, um, form switch, or uh, gosh, what's it called for Aegislash slash? Uh, for- <laughs> I don't know stance the stance change change. there we go that's not stoppable so i'm curious if some abilities will be like that i'd imagine more pico's ability is probably not going to be stoppable but no one will care because what it
2: does doesn't matter (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's so sad (laughs) i'm I'm gonna keep hammering that home because it's probably true unless that attack power is like 110
1: it's not being used (laughs) yeah that's but yeah you're right that's probably not interruptible but it doesn't Um, matter (laughs) Yeah, I'm curious how quick they'll allow legends in because mm. we have we have three confirmed right now, uh, Zacian, Zamazenta, and Mew. And Mew's a mythical, so, so it doesn't really count. Yeah, it won't really be in there. Unless they just kind of allow it to sneak in. I, and what other mythicals will be there? I've always Things thought like
2: that. a lot of mythicals would be fair for the VGC format. Except for Magirna. Magirna is not a fair Pokemon.
1: Magirna bunkers, bonkers.
2: Uh, especially in a multi-battle format where there's multiple Pokemon on the field where it can get those boosts. That, that's just yeah. dumb. Um, but Pokemon like Keldeo would have been
1: fine for VGC.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm real curious about some of these uh new items that are really cool the room service might be fun with trick room um some other weird pokemon might be weird with trick room i'm like i said on the main show it
2: it'll depend on if they weaken the pinch berries or not yeah because generally speaking a pinch berry is going to be better than a an item that lowers your speed
1: yeah very true i continue to be terrified of obstagoon and its potential we shall see I don't expect it to
2: get that combination,
1: and also it's not uh, as
2: good in VGC because I assume it's going to not be a bulky Pokemon.
1: Yeah, I don't know Uh, because if you have something like a Clefable that has just follow me, true, all it needs is one turn to go or Guts Flame Orb Belly Drum Extreme Speed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it'll get that move combination though.
1: uh, I hope not, but who knows.
2: Ah, oh, that's a crazy thing that I'm. It'll be stopped by the unaware cliffable on the other
1: side. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Thank heavens. So yeah, that's kind of some thoughts. I think I feel like weather might be a big thing as well. Dynamax is scary
2: with what they revealed and in... yeah, at worlds.
1: Yeah, that's the next big mechanic. And with like Sigma said, because it blocks fake out, mm-hmm. it it goes through protect regular protect. It doesn't go through max protect. Or Max Guard, pardon me. Um,
2: It's the same thing.
1: (laughs) It's the same thing, but it goes through that. So, I mean, it's like this Dynamax mechanic, not only being really cool in singles, it's also seemingly really, really good and tailored for doubles, because it also, when you use like Max Knuckle, for instance, the fighting type move, it not only boosts the Dynamax Pokemon's attack, it also boosts any partners that it has out on the field, which is a terrifying prospect.
2: Hmm. And did we do we know if they confirmed that using a decreased effect lowers the opponent's partner stats too? Or uh, I would assume it does. So would I. I oh, we have, I'm not sure. If I we've don't seen think confirmation. We've seen it. Unless it was like no. hidden in the Japanese trailer that
1: we didn't notice. I don't recall seeing it, but I would assume it does at this yeah. point. But yeah, Dynamax continues to look really cool. What do you think of that uh, of the Dynamax feature top? I know that you're mainly in draft, and that'll be a lot of difference in draft as, how, as as far as how things are drafted. So, kind of with that knowledge, what are you thinking of Dynamax?
3: <laughs> uh, I'm interested to see what the full range of secondary effects is for all the different max moves.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's Once we get a list of that, I think it'll be a lot easier to figure out what's going to be really good or not really good as far as Dynamaxing is. Uh, with It's still a lot different with it being singles as opposed to VGC as doubles, Because a lot of the secondary effects that you'd pass on to your partner don't really have an effect. But, I mean, aside from that, I mean, Gyarados is always really good in draft format, whether it's Dynamax or not. And it just, with so little known moving forward, it's really hard to get a really good Grasp on what will or won't be good without knowing where we gonna have two, three, four, five, six hundred Pokemon. How many of them are gonna be able to max uh, uh, Dynamax? And still too many variables to make any really good determinations.
2: Well, all of them can Dynamax. It's just, I mean, Shuckle won't really Dynamax ever.
3: But well, right, <laughs> Pukamuku would never do it.
2: We're curious about. Yeah, Gigantamax will be a curious thing to see
1: because we have very
2: little about that still.
1: Yeah, I think that'll be cool. That'll be a really neat one. But yeah, so that's kind of where we think it's going to go with Sword and Shield. That's kind of what we wanted to end the topic on. Um, And now what we're going to do is we're going to get the cayenne pepper out because we've got a spicy, spicy VGC team that we want to go over for you. The one that came in ninth place that wasn't on the... Pokemon Championship website, so we'll be right back, and get the glass of milk ready, cause it's spicy.
2: (laughs) And now, for the flavor of the month.
1: And welcome back, I hope you got your cheese and milk, because we're about to spice up the room, cause it's time for the team by Mr. Jamie Boyt, who is famous for doing all sorts of things, like winning a championship with Cotney and having a Togetic at three speed IVs for one specific thing. And he does not disappoint in this particular team. He came in ninth place at the World Championship, so you don't get to see this team on the World Championship webpage, because they only list the top eight. And <laughs> we're diving into it. I'll go ahead and start off with some of the more standard things that you're going to see on a lot of these VGC teams. So, leading off, he's got Salamence with Salamenceite. This is going to be very familiar for you guys because we just talked about two things that are similar. It's got a Jolly nature this time with Double Edge, Earthquake, Tailwind, and Roar. That's the all physical Salamence. And for I um for EVs. It's got 52 HP, 68 attack, 4 defense, 252 special defense, and 132 speed. It's a very bulky boy. And we've got the poke paste in the description. You can click and follow along with us if you're not listening in your car. Please don't watch if you're listening in your car. Do that when you get out. And the Salamence is incredibly bulky, which is abnormal for them and it allows him to almost always live things that should kill them like a scarfed lele moon blast or a menacing moon rays maelstrom from a lunala this thing survives them and responds with either tailwind for support or just going for a knockout with double edge it's it's silly how much this thing can take and uh
2: if you're Wondering about those speed EVs, they are to just outspeed a Nihiligo.
1: Yes, which he has exactly... Well, not exactly. He has enough attack to knock out a Nihiligo with Earthquake. He has exactly enough to knock out a Tornadus with Double Edge. And, yeah, it's a it's a bulky thing. The Stack Attackas go down in two hits to Earthquake because Stack attacker is fat. And, yeah... Pretty good salamence. It's it's real good. He said this was one of his favorite things, just with the bulk. He really liked the bulk on this. Moving on to Pokemon number two, we have Dusk Main Necrozma holding Ultra Necrosium Z, so it's gonna ultra burst on you. It's got a Lonely Nature with Photon Geyser, Sun Steel Strike, Earth Power, and Protect. So It also has 44 HP, 124 attack, 76 special attack, 12 special defense, and 252 speed. Those are some very specific EVs to hit very specific numbers. The Sunsteel Strike will always knock out max HP Mimikyu. With going Ultra, the Neuroforce Ultra Necrozma, with a helping hand from another member on this team will almost always knock out Primal Groudon. Um, The Sunsteel Strike will also knock out Xerneas almost all the time in Duskmane form before it ultras. It's got the really cool typing that you can shift to if something is in front of you that for instance has a fire move. If you're in front of an Incineroar for instance and you really don't want to take a a Flare Blitz go Ultra. You are no longer weak to it and smack it with Earth Power boosted by Neuroforce. It's incredibly potent and it's the photon geyser is monstrous it's really cool to turn and intimidate around on somebody because if they intimidate you and lower your attack suddenly photon geyser is now special and you've got a little bit of investment in there so it, it still does a whole lot of damage it's a terrifying opponent to face so those are the two kind of standard things we'll move on to a couple more medium standard things so top take it away
3: uh, first we're going to start off with one of the most straightforward sets on the team and that is Breloom holding a focus sash with the ability Technician. Jolly Nature with the moves Bullet Seed, Superpower, Spore, and Helping Hand. It's EV spread is 4 in HP, 252 in Attack, and 252 in Speed. So this thing is meant to be able to take a hit, put something to sleep, Dish out a few helping hands, go with Bullet Seed, getting that wonderful boost from Technician, or just beat on something hard with a superpower. And uh, Breloom has never been lacking the power, it's just not always great for utility, but it fits into this team really well. Uh, as mentioned, with uh, Duskmane Necrozma, the helping hand off of this really benefits it on specific attacks. And aside from that, this just uh, sits in there. Like I said, putting something asleep is always really beneficial. And being able to take a hit and lay one back out, possibly by surprise, is amazing. And another Pokemon that we don't have the exact se- I don't think the exact set was in the video, was it, for Xerneas?
1: That's correct. He wanted to keep the uh, exact EV spread. Uh, to himself that he used for Xerneas. So instead we just hopped on the Smogon VGC ladder and grabbed the most used one. So just so you know a little bit.
3: Right. So this spread isn't exact compared to what Jamie had on the team, but we have Xerneas with Power Herb, the Fairy Aura ability, Timid Nature, uh, Moonblast, Dazzling Gleam, Geomancy, and Protect. It's a fairly standard attack set. And like I said, these EVs are just based off of what was the most popular on the Spellgun tiering. And we have 108 in hit points, 76 in defense, 68 in special attack, 4 in special defense, and 252 in speed to maximize that speed stat.
1: Yep. Pretty good. Pretty good Xerneas set. Pretty standard Xerneas set. Um, the Breloom's one of the spicy things that's really cool. Uh, I like how Superpower knocks out Attacker because otherwise he doesn't have much against that on this. Um, and yeah. So, Sigma, bring us home with the ultimate memes.
2: All right, so next up we've got Tapu Koko with an assault vest. And you might be thinking, wow, that's, that's not, that's odd. Well, it's a jolly nature. EVs are 12 HP, 220 in attack. Four defense, 124 spe- yeah, special defense, and 148 speed. Its attacks, wild charge, which is extremely painful to those primal Kyogres. I believe it should kill most of them.
1: Yes, I think it does. And it's, those of you who remember, that's Tapu Koko's higher attacking stat.
2: Yes, uh, we don't use it much because, you know, uh, one, Intimidate exists, and
1: two, it's one, it's only stab,
2: or it's best stab yeah. is Wild Charge. After that, it's Thunder Punch. It's it's a sad time. Yeah, it, it does not get Vault Tackle. It does not get Play Raw. It has a hard time using that high attack stat that it cast. Uh, next attack, Nature's Madness does 50%, uh, essentially super bang for dapus. Uh Then Electroweb, which is Icy Wind, but Electric-type. And then Skydrop, which is a nice little move, takes that's really only seen in doubles, takes Pokemon up in th- an opponent's lighter Pokemon up into the air, and then comes down the next turn. Uh, you may notice it's not the fastest Tapu Koko, but it is one speed point higher than our next Pokemon and final Pokemon, Salazzle. <laughs> the ultimate meme. Yes. Yes. No Incineroar here. We have Salazzle with the Razor Claw. Ability, Oblivious, because Corrosion does nothing in this case. Uh, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Eevees, uh, 4 HP, 4 Defense, 156 Special Attack, which I'm sure is for something, some kind of Calcon Cernius, probably, or Lunala. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, 100 Special Defense and 144 Speed, because we really Don't care about anything in the 116 speed tier. So we can be a little slower and put those points somewhere else where it matters. Uh, Timid nature attacks sludge bomb because we got to hit the Xerneas. Overheat because lots of power. It's a Salazzle. It has a good special attack, but not amazing. It's, I don't believe it's that close to like
1: a. uh, It's, it's one eleven. It's okay. Yeah.
2: It's not a chandelure. It's not a primal groudon. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Fake out, because we're playing VGC, we're running fake out. And then we have fling for that razor fang, which gives us essentially a second fake out and a dark attack.
1: And a dark attack is incredibly important for hitting one specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Lunala. Yes. <laughs> which Salazzle is this guy's quote-unquote counter to, L- to Lunala. It's not a counter, it's a check, but it stops it. <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> he said he was... He nicknamed this team Incineroar is bad, <laughs> and yeah. he had a thing on Twitter where it's like Angel on my right shoulder saying Incineroar patches all your holes. Demon on my left shoulder, Salazzle Oko's Lunala.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I'd imagine for that to actually happen, you need to also open with a Tapu Koko and Probably like Electroweb, the Lunala of to get rid of Shadow Shield and then just destroy it. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it doesn't Oco it, but it still does a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I'd imagine you have to get rid of Shadow Shield, which, like we said, Tapu Coco is a point higher by design. So it can get those little chips in, get rid of sashes, get rid of abilities like Shadow Shield. Mm
1: -hmm. And then drop it right in front of Silasdl to take out the next turn. (laughs) Yep. Which is hilarious. It's also his fake-out user, which pretty much every VGC team needs. Hmm. Um, it's not hit... This is also a really good stopper to Xerneas, like you said. It's hardly ever two-hit KO'd by its Geomancy Moonblast. Um, yeah, I'd imagine that's what that 100 spe- special defenses were instead
2: of maxing mm-hmm. out that special attack. It wasn't exactly. going to OKO it with the Sludge Bomb, so... Let's just go for that solid two hit KO after the geomancy boost.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, it's how and I imagine it can it works do a out. whole lot to Xerneas, too. Um, before, uh, before the geomancy, which is what this is kind of designed to do, it does sixty five to seventy seven ish percent, and after the geomancy, it does ninety. It does thirty two to thirty nine. Added together you have about a 96% chance to KO it with those two attacks in a row, and it can't two-hit KO you. That, that's what I figured
2: so. the weird stat spread was for between mm-hmm. the special attack and special defense, so that's nice to hear that reconfirmed.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Salazel's one of the spiciest things I've ever seen, and I mean, he came in ninth with this, so he it did a good job. It it served him well. He apparently went undefeated during day two, so he
2: was 7-0 and at the end of the... Swiss rounds. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, I didn't make it into top eight because they cut to top 18 with two play-ins to the top 16. VGC is weird. They
1: complained a lot
2: and they got it to be this way where if you have a certain record, then you're guaranteed to make top cut and whatever. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. It's a weird one. They
2: complained. They got it.
3: Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of hype for this team towards the end of the day on Saturday because he was undefeated, mm-hmm. that it was getting mentioned a lot. So him pairing in this team and it being fairly unstandard, yeah, it, it really turned a lot of heads. So kudos to him.
2: He's usually playing non-standard teams. It's just at Worlds, it, they usually don't get quite up there,
3: right? And you're playing the best people in the world. You bring something other than standard. You expect to get uh, molly wopped, and this guy,
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> made it pretty far.
1: You gotta take people off guard. Take them off their game. Yeah. Like those tech dragon claws on both of those Groudons, which normally is not run too often.
2: No, usually they're running, like, sword stance or something in that place. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we said, that's when you get walled by the Grout, or the Rayquazas and the Salamenses, so.
1: Yeah. Well, that pretty much covers the uh, the team here that we wanted to talk about, as well as just VGC, because next time that we talk about this, we'll have much better ideas on um, what's coming down the pipeline, what Pokemon are in Sword and Shield that we can actually use in future VGC, as well as just new mechanics that are coming our way, like new moves that neutralizing gas ability, things like that. It'll be a really interesting conversation when we're back on the VGC topic here in a few months when we think it's kind of settled out and we have an idea of where we're going.
2: Probably I'd imagine February or March after the first challenge with the new format.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. Cause it'll move over on the, on January in January. Yeah. And, usually uh, there's
2: a international challenge in February and it just depends on where that is in relation to
1: when this episode comes out. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It'll be really exciting. And, uh, This team, as I said earlier, is going to be... The paste for it is going to be in the show notes if you want to give it a whirl on Showdown because we are still in Ultra Series, so you can still keep using this for another few months if you want to be super spicy. Salazzo level spicy. And, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to Battlecast. If you liked this then please tune in to our other shows. You probably found out about the main show by now. That's on the different feed. That's on the Puckle Show feed, not Puckle Plus where you're listening to this. So tune in there if you like what you hear. We talk about things every Monday. Additionally, there are other shows on this network, the Puckle Plus feed. The TCG cast is also a monthly show that talks about the TCG game corner is a trivia show where you get to see the innate insane knowledge that us co-hosts have as we try to answer questions that snag poses to us and also there's the patreon live shows that occasionally come on here and thatch hosts those intermittently so stay tuned to patreon mail as well as the patreon channel on discord if you're interested in joining in on one of those On that note, the best place to find us and interact with us is our Discord channel. There's an invite in the show notes, and you can join us there. We'd love to have you. You can talk to every single one of us there, and that's where most of our tournaments and everything are organized. Also, follow us on Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, mainly Facebook and Twitter. And, yeah, those are the big ones, as well as Instagram. That's the other social network. Yeah, Instagram is managed. I'm old. Dude, I don't know Instagram. I, I
2: don't have an Instagram, but I know it's
1: handled <laughs> by someone.
2: It is. <laughs> it, is an act- yes. it is an active
1: social media platform that we are on. Yes. <laughs> we post pictures sometimes. And follow us on those. You'll get tournament updates like we gave a sneak peek out the other day for the uh, Canto versus the World tournament that we're going to be doing here soon. Yeah, now the um, thing's up too. Yeah, the full invite thing. You can get all the details on our Discord for that tournament as well as sign up there. So feel free to join there. That's a really cool one. I I still haven't decided if I'm going to be Kanto or the world. It's going to be an interesting one. (laughs) But you can see the rules to that, like I said, on our Discord. Um, As I said, we'd love to have you there. If you'd like other ways to support the show, you can also support us through Patreon. We'd love to have your your business. Um, Everything that you give to us goes right back to the community through tournaments, uh, those awesome gym badges that... Top here got to hand out to people which was Woo. really cool I love those badges they're so gorgeous oh my goodness um, I look forward to whenever we get around to getting the rest of those out because they're awesome you can also go to our Puckle Tea Public store and purchase some cool things like Sigma's going to get his phone case for winning trivia I'm going to get a tapestry at some point in the future uh, you can get all sorts of cool stuff there to support Puckle and just show off your Pokemon nerdiness because it's great it's the hip thing now And other than that, we've enjoyed your time here. I've enjoyed my time here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sigma, for coming on. You're a blessing, as always, with your gigantic brain. (laughs) It was a fun time. And on the topic of gigantic brains as well, everyone here. Everyone here's got a huge brain. Top, you've got a huge brain. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope you enjoyed your first time on Battlecast.
3: That was awesome. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure.
1: Awesome. Well, we'd love to have you again. We'd love to tap into that huge knowledge base that you've got, especially when draft comes around again. That'll be a big one that we'll want to tap you on. That'll be fun. Once we finally figure out what Pokemon Pokemon will be able to draft.
2: (laughs) Oh, that'll be a nightmare. Uh. Ah, yes, the good old seventh round girder. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, Uh, look at that Mantic go. Such a steal in the sixth round. In the sixth so, what round. a snag <laughs>
1: uh, But <laughs> with that Thank you folks for listening to Battlecast And we'll catch you next month Until then I've been Seth Vilo I've been our Sigma
3: I'm up And we'll
1: see you later <laughs> Bye <Bye-bye>. bye <laughs>
0: The